SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gamble Morenci, and I'm on the grid, and so is the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. We're also on the clock. We've got a baseball game. First pitch coming up in about 10 minutes at time. We've got a prop up for you. Uh, we're about 30 minutes away. A massive NBA uh, game. The defending champion, Toronto Raptors, are on the ropes. A must-win elimination game in which Sergi Baca will play with no... Uh, limit um, no limits uh, to his minutes, no restrictions of this evening for Sergi Baca. Uh, Raptors already in tough with Sergi Baca. Without Sergi Baca, I don't know if they would have been able to win uh, this basketball game this evening. Uh, it's a tough contest. Kemba Walker's been the difference as far as I'm concerned. We'll break it down. Uh, we've got uh, NHL hockey, NBA playoff basketball, UFC. Uh, the countdown is on. We're one night away from the National Football League. And you think just because Dustin Johnson went home with his hot girlfriend and $15 million uh, that they're not playing golf anymore. No, they're playing golf. And say what you will about golfers, man. These guys love money so much, they'll play through anything at any any time, any day, anywhere. And we got the Safeway open. So we're going to break that down. We'll get into some NFL uh, props. Of course, we're with you for three hours and now weeknights. So uh, we've got time to get into some NFL uh, footballs. The countdown is on. It's hard to believe tomorrow night at this time we're going to be breaking down an NFL uh, football game. But there's so much stuff going on uh, tonight. We got to stay focused. We're on the clock. Uh, first things up, we have the uh, Kansas City Royals and the Cleveland Indians. I'm looking at the strikeout uh, prop here. Go back uh, to what was working for us last week, uh, Cab, uh, with uh, Carlos Carrasco over six and a half strikeouts against the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, I like the I like the Indians too, but the juice. It's out of control. Uh, you know, it's it's over two dollars. So you got to find a dance partner. But yeah, the strikeouts are working for you right now. And I like Carrasco's game a lot. I think the Indians are going to be in a bad mood too, and he's going to go come out dealing after uh, blowing a lead to Kansas City. So that's interesting. And earlier today, I don't know if you were on uh, the Brewers game, but a team that's let down a lot of people, burning money, but they absolutely pounced on the Tigers, nineteen nothing. Their biggest win in over a decade there. Five home runs, 19 runs. They sent Matt Boyd packing. Absolute crushing. 19 nothing. the final. Brewers over Tigers. Pussycats. Yeah, I'll tell you what. 2020 is uh, delivering some crazy results. Uh, I'll tell you that uh, much. And that's just uh, another one. And you speaking, speaking of crazy, you know, the NFL season is set to begin uh, tomorrow. Um, you know, the San Francisco 49ers are hosting... Uh, the Arizona Cardinals on uh, on Sunday, yet the, the skies are apocalyptic uh, right now uh, in the Bay Area, and it's unbelievable. Like it's it's like burnt orange. It's right out of a video game, and you know it's just amazing to me with everything that's going on. Now you have this, and you know the stadium is in Santa Clara, so I don't think it's as bad in Santa Clara, but the forest fires are causing havoc uh, to the skies. Some crazy, crazy images uh, being posted from people in the Bay Area uh, right now. And I thought, of course, uh, everything always comes back to sports, right? So I thought, well, those are some crazy pictures. I'm like, aren't they playing football there? <laughs> I'm like, you can't play Correct. football in this. You're not going to be able to play football in this. So that's something to uh, to keep our eye on. Uh, we're going to break down this Boston Celtic and Toronto Raptor uh, basketball game as we welcome our radio affiliates 
Shout out to all of our radio affiliates. I am Gabriel Morenzi. We're kicking it with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, we're on the clock. We've got a ton of stuff. We've got Major League Baseball. We've got NBA playoff basketball, NHL playoff hockey. We're talking UFC with Lou Gamble. We're going to get into the NFL because, oh, yeah, the NFL kicks off in a little more than 24 hours uh, time. We'll get into some golf uh, picks, some NFL uh, futures, ton of stuff uh, to break down on the program. Uh, we got a baseball game coming up uh, in a couple of minutes. Uh, between the Kansas City Royals and the Cleveland Indians. The price is a little high for me to be laying uh, with the Tribe, but I, I expect Carlos Carrasco to shut these guys uh, down. It's coming off a seven-strikeout performance. I'd prefer it if it was five-and-a-half, uh, but it's six-and-a-half. I can live with it. I think Carrasco finishes with seven or eight strikeouts. Give me Carlos Carrasco, our first uh, play of the day today, Cam. Over six-and-a-half KOs. Punch him out, baby. Punch him out. I'd prefer I'd prefer the Raptors to be seven and a half point dogs, but hey, we can only deal with the lines that we got, buddy. But well, you can I'm get the Raptors say- at seven and a half. It's called a teaser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't do it. teasers. Ever since that college football game, you're like, don't uh, t- teasers are. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys, they look good, and you'll win your fair share. In the long run, you'll lose. It doesn't matter. Like these teasers, they look so pretty. That's what we said. Uh, Game, remember? Te- this is how we keep the lights on. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Casino. The problem yeah, with lo- teasers, teaser players. There's a lot of problem with teasers. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit uh, yeah. later on as far as mm-hmm. teasers. But the biggest problem with a teaser is it's still a two-team parlay. Yeah. It doesn't matter if the numbers are adjusted. It's a two-team parlay at minus money. Minus juice. Yes, exactly. And yes. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. And exponentially, yes. it's harder to be correct multiple times in the same game uh, as well. So, like, the, it really is the ultimate sucker bet, and I'm the ultimate sucker. Uh, me and Cam, you can squeeze us like lemons, um, except you're not getting vitamin C out of us. Like, no. it's, yeah, yeah. it's going to put you in a hospital. Tar, tar <laughs> nicotine, sludge. <laughs> sludge. Yeah, yeah, you cut me open. What, what, Pepsi in there instead of blood? I don't know what this guy's That's doing. Right. But you're right. I got Dave, coronavirus and lemons. coronavirus yeah. got sick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember a long time ago. You guys are lemons. Uh, yeah, we're, we're lemons. We bet the White Sox. Yeah, we'll night. get into we teasers. Teasers aren't good. Teasers, no good. Teasers, no good. No, no good teasers. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. We're kicking it with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, let's do this thing. Countdown is on. Big basketball game. Gotta love it. Um, the Boston Celtics, one win away right now from playing an Eastern Conference uh, Finals against the Miami Heat, who await uh, the winner of the Toronto Raptors and the Boston Celtics. And Listen, anybody that's been paying attention to this series and watched every game knows that Boston has been the better team. Uh, Boston's players are playing better. Um, Jason Tatum has has been great in the series. Kemba Walker has been the difference uh, maker. Marcus uh, Smart, uh, Jalen Brown, etc. Jalen Brown had a bad game uh, from behind the arc, and the Raptors won that game. Uh, the Toronto Raptors' uh, best players have not played well. 
And, you know, we shouldn't say they're best players, but we should say Pascal Siakam has been a uh, major problem at both ends of the floor for the Toronto Raptors. Defensively, he's been uh, getting lit up uh, by Tatum and, uh, and by Brown. And then conversely, on the other end, he's frustrated because he's getting torched uh, defensively. So Pascal Siakam hasn't uh, played well. But with all that being stated, the series is 3-2. And the Raptors are yep. one win away from uh, sending this to a game seven. The big key to me, Cam, in this basketball game, obviously, is the start without being cliche. If the Raptors start the basketball game one for 12, like they did uh, two nights ago, yep. then they're done. Cold. It's over. Yep. It's as simple Cold. as that. It's as simple yep. as that. Um, but another key uh, to me uh, for, for the Toronto Raptors, obviously, is the, uh, is the strong uh, start. Uh, but it's the end of these quarters uh, as well. You know, the Raptors, like, have had leads, and they let Boston chip away. And uh, Kemba Walker has hit a ton of shots at the end of quarters, the end of halves. Great point. And, yep. you know, it's sort of like we talk about it in hockey, Cam. What's the worst possible thing in hockey? It's that backbreaker, Scoring man. a goal what, in uh, under 60 seconds left in a period. Yeah, you give up just, a goal with, like, uh, 30 seconds left in a period. You go into the room, uh, you're like, I can't believe that. Like, you can't. Yep. It's just, it's it's devastating. So, it, it's just, it's so, so critical, um, you know, that the, the Raptors come out, um come out and you know p- compete early you know that that's mm-hmm. what it comes down to like even even if they come out strong early doesn't mean they're going to win the basketball game uh, but the the first couple of minutes to this game is key and i don't normally do this this is the um let's call it the um you know this is the the ultra turbo special uh here it's not quite like race to 10 points you can bet that you can bet uh, <laughs> first to 15 if you want <laughs> That's um, but we're gonna bet first team to 20 toronto raptors oh, that the raptors like get it. to 20 points first i know what i'm actually gonna say it's a logical bet you can look at it and go what do the raptors have to do you don't even have to deal with the first quarter. It's first quarter junior. Just get to 20, and that's what we expect. You expect a team that's hanging on the ropes to actually come out there and, and try to do something early. I like I like the first quarter and your race to 20 bet better than the first half in game bets because I can tell you one thing. After what happened last game and them being down 20 like that, that can't happen again. And you talked about it. The party will be over. So they have to go in there, get a lead, and maintain it and get some type of uh, momentum. I love the bet, actually. I, th- I think the first quarter race to 20, I like the way you played it. I think a big key um, to this game, as far as the Boston Celtics are concerned, and from the Toronto Raptor perspective as well, is does does Boston have this killer instinct in them, Cam? I tell you what, man, that the elimination game is the toughest game to win. You saw, you know, Miami got all they can handle from Milwaukee, yeah. and Milwaukee didn't even have Giannis, right? That True. elimination game, your mind starts to wander. Oh, my God, you know, we're, Miami's there. We're going to the Eastern Conference Finals. And then suddenly, you know, the Raptors start hitting some shots, and the wheels fall off quickly. But Boston have two cracks at it. My concern from Toronto's perspective is Kemba Walker's a badass, and if they didn't have Kemba Walker, it would be totally different. Like Tatum's good, but he's also a little soft at times. You see, you know, like you can get in his head a bit. Jalen Brown's good, but you know, 
he's not perfect. Kemba Walker's the guy, Cam. Who's the guy that made the pass that nearly beat the Raptors with 0.5 left? That great play, Kemba Walker. The ball's exactly. always in Kemba Walker's hands in important times, and he doesn't turn it over. He doesn't make mistakes. Me and Cam have been watching this kid, this guy do this thing since he was a kid, man, back in Madison Square Garden, all right, with yep. UConn in the Big East tournament. This kid's a monster, man. That step-back jump shot that he has is unstoppable. Um, he's never played on good teams before. Now you see what a great team guy he is when he has talent around him as well. Kemba Walker has been a big difference to me. And that's what scares me from the Raptors uh, perspective. But whatever happens, I think the, the first quarter Raptors play the, the race to 20, however you want to approach it. I think that's the way to go. The Raptors might not win this basketball game, but you've got to freaking believe, man. They just scored a franchise low 11 points in a quarter in a playoff game. That can't happen again, right? The Raptors are coming out strong. Whether they win the game, we can't guarantee it. But I literally believe that the Raptors will come out hot tonight, or at least they're going to come out with some effort and some pace early. I can tell you one thing, and you know the attitude of the team. It's the way they handle Tyson's side. Before, you can't let Eminem go in there and start, like, throwing dunks on you. That's unacceptable. I know Serge Ibaka is coming back. He's playing hurt, but they got to they got to start dominating defensively. They have to be in position. That's the one thing about the Raptors that shocked me. I, I know the shooting has been poor, but it's been the defense, Gabe. I've never seen a team get more easy buckets than, uh, than Boston. And you talk about Wide Kemba Walker. Looks. Yeah, yeah, just, just the stroke. Like, when Fred Van Fleet and Norm and all these other guys are shooting, I'm like, yeah, you know, they can get streaky. Every time Kemba Walker shoots, I think it's going in. Everything looks easy. The problem it's is, Cam, it's easier for the shot to go in when you're wide open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the guys, defense is the guys on Boston have time to like set up, take a look at have it. A, yeah, like, margarita. It's like, I know, where it's is everybody? And I you know. know, it really is. And then on conversely, on the other end, the Raptors shots. If you look at charts and uh, Arturo um, from Sports Grid, uh, David Roto did a great job. You know, he does a great job. These math guys with charts, and you know, he was talking about how Kyle Lowry. Dude, every shot he has, he's got hands in his face. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this comes to a couple of things here. And it's been bothering me. There's a couple of things about this. The Raptors, when they don't have the ball, there's no movement, Cam, anymore. Mm-hmm. The Raptors are a very cutting, moving, slashing, passing team. Everything is stationary. And that's a sign of a struggling team that doesn't have confidence. Everything is ISO. They're counting on, all right, Siakam, you score. All right, Ibaka, you score yeah. here. Or Van Fleet, you have the ball. You better score here. Nobody is doing anything when uh, when they don't have the ball. And Boston, the Raptors are all about transition. They're the number one transition offense in the NBA. Boston have completely taken it away. And where I'm going with this is Nick Nurse hasn't had the best series, Cam. From leaving no, Ibaka yeah, the he- other night, he gets hurt. He gets a technical foul. Um, like, Ibaka gets another technical. It's a problem now. Um, you know, he's been our coach. I tell you, Stevens has done Mm -hmm. a great job putting his players in a position to succeed. And it's nothing against Nick Nurse. Stevens is a good coach. Stevens had a lot of postseason disappointment over the years. He's in a zone right now, Cam. Yeah, he is. It seems like every move with the chess piece is the right move on the board. Yeah, yeah Watermaker, yeah. the guys he brings yeah, in off yeah, the yeah. bench, everything like, he that's does, the thing. Right? Watermaker? Like, Watermaker's been great, too. I'm like, Watermaker? Like, this guy, like, <laughs> the craziest thing Yeah, when thing he's hitting threes, I knew we were screwed the other day. I'm oh, like, yeah, I know. Like, e- this guy, like, easy like, threes. <laughs> Watermaker. Just bang. Yeah. But, no, the, the, the thing is, Brent, and you know this team better than anybody. It's just, to me, 
I've seen the team go cold shooting. It's the defense. And what is defense? Defense is effort. That's the whole thing. The Raptors, you know, on the run and the way they usually play, usually they're the hardest working team. But it seems like Boston, they put on their hard hats too. They, they simply have to match their work ethic and they'll be fine. Siakam, no dumb fouls. Guys, you can't have two or three fouls in five minutes of the game too. Play smart, you know, be in the Great right point. position. Don't chase. Dude, that's a great point. Siakam and Van Fleet both had two fouls within the three-minute mark of the yeah, game. The lazy other. fouls, too. What, what, lazy, what are you doing? fouls. Like, yeah, what, know, what are you exactly. doing? You can't do that. Like, you just you can't do this. But the thing is, Siakam's been doing this the entire postseason. I right? know. He was doing it. He was actually doing it in a regular season. It's a problem with him, with the fouls, like these casual throwaway fouls. And it puts the other team in a bonus. It's extremely frustrating, but I've got confidence in Siakam that he plays well today. Let's go. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. I am Marenzi. The countdown is on. The Toronto Raptors and the Boston Celtics getting ready to tip off. They say 6.30, which means, you know, 7.14. <laughs> 7. Uh, yeah, or exactly. so. Yeah, we've got time. No, well, 6, six 6.30 really has, uh, that really means, it's supposed to mean 6. Yeah, it's supposed to mean 6.40. But it seems to really sort of yeah drag on a little bit. They're almost like a racetrack. They let they, they yeah. let the, they like they let the bets uh, they let like the money. bets yeah. uh, flow in. Yeah, okay, yes. a couple of more minutes to get your action in, uh, guys. A couple of more minutes uh, still. Uh, but just quickly before we bring in uh, Gamblu uh, right now. So our picks are, and as you talked about, there's been a live movement with Sergi Baca uh, being uh, being announced. That Sergi Baca is going to play for the Raptors. It was sitting at three and a half. It was three last night. went up to three and a half, sitting at two and a half uh, right now. We're taking the Raptors uh, plus the points. We're taking the Raptors plus the uh, 0.5, so half a point in the first quarter. And we're rolling the dice with the race to 20. So let's hope the Raptors can come out uh, hot here because uh, we're going to go down. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're going down He's like an horse. Alcatraz escapee. <laughs> yeah, we need a clean trip out of the gate, baby. First to 20. <laughs> you said it, Moretzi, just like Northfield. How many times have we watched Northfield? Zero minutes to post. I'm like, well, seven minutes later, they're still taking late action on the ponies. Got to love the horse tracks. God bless Cleveland. Um, yeah. All right, let's bring in uh, Lou right now. <laughs> a shout out to all of our affiliates out there. Northfield, yes. Cleveland. Lou joins us love from it. Arizona. And shout out to our uh, shout out to our crew out there in uh, Phoenix. I know we got a lot of listeners. Um, so uh, Lou steps up and in. How you doing, uh, Lou? Thanks for uh, taking the time to be with us. How you doing uh, this afternoon? Everything's going great, guys. Always a pleasure to take some time and speak with you. And I just say one thing after listening to Cam read that uh, lead in. Uh, I bet you if you take the under in the Milwaukee Brewers for the next week, you'll cash every ticket because they won't score a run now for two weeks. They'll probably get no hit in the next game, right? Yeah, that's exactly. the way it goes. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to everybody on KDUS AM uh, 1060. All right, Lou, so let's get down to business. So we'll go rapid uh, fire here. Um, let's start off NHL hockey. We've been talking so much basketball on the show. Uh, so far today, guys. But uh, NHL hockey, uh, your thoughts on the game tonight? Uh, New York Islanders lost 8-2 uh, 
What do you expect um, in game two? I expect the Islanders to be smarting from that eight goals given up. They're not that kind of team. They realize that uh, their reaction will be twofold. Number one, we'll get the best effort out of them we will have seen all season long. Number two, it'll be a hugely defensive game this game because of that outcome. If uh, I regard the Islanders as, as having played an extra series because they had to play in, they're done, okay? Their legs are spent. The Tampa's got too much depth, too much talent for them. If the Islanders are going to give this thing the ruse of being a series they win tonight, and I believe they will because of pride, the all they got left. This is going to be Tampa just mud stomping into the finals against the Vegas Dallas winner that's going to be Vegas. Uh, Cam, you know, we're talking about the Toronto Raptors after their flat performance that they would yep. come out hot. We know hockey teams always put the pedal to the metal after right. an embarrassing uh, effort, especially the old uh, cliche, they're going to throw the kitchen sink at Tampa in the first eight, ten minutes of this hockey game. You know, Tampa knows this coming in. All right, there's an ambush uh, coming uh, here. Yet, without being stated, if Tampa absorbs that and moves on, I'm kind of leaning with Tampa here, but I don't like the price at 90 cents that tonight. Although I do think the Islanders could score the game's first uh, goal. I think the Islanders potentially in the first period. How are you approaching the game, Cam? Well, I told you, like, when DeBoer ripped Vegas in game one, I've never seen the Golden Knights with that type of lazy performance. They dominated last night. If it wasn't for Hudobin, they could have won that game 8-1. to one. Uh, You know what I mean? Like, Leonard made, like, one big save in the game. They dominated. As for tonight, I agree with a lot of the things that Gamble is saying. First of all, Barry Trotz, he's steaming. You can't play that type of game. Let's remember something, though, Morency. They flew from the Toronto hub into Edmonton, way out of their comfort zone. Tampa Bay was there. They won the series early against Boston, waited, resting like a viper, attacking. Barry Trotz will have an atten uh, attention to detail and defense tonight. Five and a half under. Keep digging. And I'll tell you something. If you're going to bet the Islanders, you take them now. They might lose in five or six. This is the game they can come back and steal. They're plus 155 on FanDuel. I'm going to take a little bit of shot with the Islanders. I have the Lightning in the series, Gabe. I think the Lightning probably win in five or six max. They're a better team, as Gamble said. But the Islanders, you know the pride of a hockey player. They're going to be pissed. They were embarrassed that last game. Give me the Islanders and under a 3-2 to two game in overtime. I got even better news for you. They're up to plus 160 at FanDuel Ooh, uh, right now. Oh, yeah. Plus 160. More, more. New York yeah, Islanders, the, the yeah, the locals. The, the parlay <laughs> players are going to be power playing on Tampa Bay. Make no mistake about it. Pukes like the it pundits. The, lo the locals in New York <laughs> betting we'll against the Islanders. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I got to tell you, we had Kurtz <laughs> Gabriel, on. Gabriel, on your yeah. point, I don't expect to see the Islanders come out with a barrage offensively. I expect the Islanders to come out in up. a complete shell and complete shut that Tampa offense down. Uh, Tampa has had spells of gutlessness, and I, I'm not going to accuse them of anything. I've already sang their praises and <laughs> proclaimed them the series winner, but I, I, I think that this is a really good spot for the Islanders tonight. I agree. Uh, we've all had uh, we've all had spots uh, where we've let people down, right? It's hard yeah, to just call very Tampa. true. <laughs> it's true. called tap out. Uh, for but you know, it's true though. I, I totally get it, Lewin. 
Uh, I like the way you put it, though. <laughs> gutlessness. They've had gutlessness uh, spells before. <laughs> yes, they have. It's true, but let's give them credit. They've passed a couple of tests uh, this year in the bubble, Lou. It's been they a couple have. of times that people are like, oh, here we go again with Tampa, and they have responded every time. They've responded by beating a team that plays from the goal out in Columbus that not that was no easy series for anyone. Then they responded by beating Boston, the the, the arguably the, the best team in the side, and they've played two of those kinds of series. Now they face the same kind of team. They've seen this. They know this. Uh, and I think that they're well-equipped for this. All right, Lou, quickly, any opinion on uh, Vegas and Dallas? Uh, interesting uh, series in which both teams have pitched a shutout uh, so far. Yeah, I think the thing goes back and forth and back and forth. But at the end of the day, I have to give goaltending to uh, to excuse me to Vegas uh, because I like what Leonard's doing, and I give Flurry a way better credit than I can anything after the Dallas goaltending, uh, which is is Kudobin. So. Um, uh, I, I think this is Las Vegas. That said, I think this is also six or seven games. Uh, I tend to lean to Vegas tomorrow to get the upper hand and then force Dallas into the half to tie. I see the series is kind of going back and forth like that. Cam, I'm seeing a five and a half on the board again right now at FanDuel, and it's like, really? You got a one nothing game and a three nothing game, and I got a five nothing. I know it's, there's always one game that's yeah. going to open up, and it's always possible, yeah. but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that it? Is is this the game where things open up? I'll go back with the five and a half. You know me, Gabe. And, uh, I, 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 yeah, sorry, Lou. I, I'm not a total. I'm not a total guy. But yeah, one of these games is going to explode. But I will say this: Vegas is a better team than Dallas, even though Dallas is good. They ran into a hot tender in Thatcher Demko in Vancouver, and I like Vancouver. But you saw what happened when Vegas skate; they'll beat anybody. Like they they smoked Dallas last night. It was like that's the thing. Like even like they had so many other chances. Hudobin actually played well. Like that's the thing. But I will say this: you're right. I right now Dallas is trying to play those games where they can beat like Vegas two to one. But Gabe, remember what they did to Calgary? For them to beat Vegas, they're going to have to score three or four goals. Then the games will go over. I'm not sure if they're capable of doing that. If you're going to lay, lay five and a halfs out there, probably continue to ride the under. But the Vegas Golden Knights can play the same way. They can score, and they can also play defensive. They've just been snake bit, and they opened up their offense last night. They finally figured it out. And, as and long here's as it's a little, five and a half, I'll take the under again. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, here's a little disagreement with me and Cam, which happens very rarely, but I, but I totally see it like Gabe. Listen, this series is under all the way. I don't see a, a rogue game that goes over. Uh, Dallas all season long had good defense. Uh, they got to play a couple teams where they really puked out a bunch of goals, but now they're tightening up because regression is taking them back to how they play. Meanwhile, Las Vegas early in these games uh, was winning games in the third period by scoring three four, six goals, and that's coming back to the regression. I, I see every one of these games as being under the five, and as, if they're going to hang five and a half, I think you got to eat that up as long as you can. Those are ramifications of the last round when you had teams like Colorado and Calgary and teams that didn't play the same kind of defense. Uh, Vegas and Dallas is an old-fashioned two-to-one kind of series game, in my opinion. Yeah, they have been. And I think, uh, you know, like I said, there's always one game that opens up. Dallas are a strange team, too. Like I said, Dallas played a bunch of high-scoring games against against the Calgary Flames, and then, you know, they're they're playing these tight games. 
it got you you get the feeling that Vegas, you know, are, are is the best team, you know, in the West and they're just gonna find a way uh, to get to the finals. But we've got time uh, to get to that. All right, uh, mm-hmm. Lou. So uh countdown to kickoff, NFL uh, football. You're usually pretty prudent and patient to begin with, uh, Lou. So there's been no preseason uh this year. We got a game tomorrow. There's been some live movement, it's up to nine and a half, but how are you approaching uh week one of the NFL, Lou? No different than any other NFL week one, except that maybe the futures and and the bets that I've made going into the season have been greatly reduced. Right now, I'm sitting on uh, two season totals. Both happen to be unders, uh, and I just don't see a lot yet. I'm I'm looking for one other uh, uh, team, and I'd be happy to share them. Uh, And you got to get the numbers. I I was able to find... Hold that thought. We'll hit this on the other side. Outstanding. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Canada in August. I I love it. Game time decisions continues. I am Gabriel Red, so we're kicking to the Raging Redhead. Uh, Cam uh, Stewart, Lou Gamblu.com uh, with us for a couple of more minutes. we got the Raptors and the Boston uh, Celtics uh, ready to uh, tip off. Sergi Baca uh, in the lineup uh, for the Toronto Raptors. There was a lot of question marks on whether he was going to play. He was walking around uh, with a boot. All right, uh, so uh, before we get uh, Lou out of here, you were talking about, we are talking about the NFL. It's up to nine and a half uh, tomorrow. It's, you know, who knows, man? You know, the, the lack of fans, the lack of preparation. I'm expecting there to be a lot of blowouts. Um, and it doesn't necessarily, I mean, that every team that's favored is going to do be doing the blowing out uh, either. But I as my gut feel is that there's not going to be a bunch of razor close, weird games and stuff. That there could be a couple of teams who just, quite frankly, aren't ready to play. Um, it's going to be tricky. And I usually come in flying. I have a lot of success in week one of the NFL, usually, guys. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not hesitant about jumping in in week one. But this year is a lot, lot, lot different as far as I'm concerned, uh, Lou. And there is much more of a, you know, let's wait and see how everything plays out. But it doesn't mean I'm going to be standing by uh, without laying it down. In fact, I like quite a few games this week out of the gate, but I'm just going to monitor my unit size here, Lou. I'm not going to go crazy out of the gate, but I do like the card this week. I like the card. Um, I lean to teams with continuity, veteran-laden clubs with fewer younger players, uh, although the younger player isn't as important as the veteran-laden club is with continuity in the coaching staff. Show me coaching staff that's been together a few years with a veteran-laden team, and I'll show you a team that's going to do well in the early stages. Find me a team with a rookie coach under COVID that's had to try and prepare a team for a new scheme, and I'm going to show you teams that are going to have trouble early on in the season. Uh, Overall, I have no real opinion on the first game. I do tend to think that uh, if you can find a 12 with Kansas City under season wins, that's a move I've already taken myself. The second one is Tampa Bay, but you got to find them at 10. I had to pay juice to get that done, but many books offer you a staggered 
open uh, over under amount and you can pay juice to get a different number under 10 was critical for the bucks because they can only beat me with 11 and they ain't gonna get to 11 and the one that i'm looking for and that i haven't made yet is i think that tennessee's getting a little overlooked and under regarded everybody's uh, drinking indianapolis mm. colt punch and i see that i, I get it <laughs> and i look for rivers to have a great season but I like Vrabel. I like the way he coaches, and I like where that team was right on the door. Usually teams on the door one year come back strong. I look for Tennessee to come back strong. I don't know if I'm going to take them to win the, the AFC or if I'm going to take them in their division. I'm still shopping that. Yeah, Cam's the one that's uh, moved the number so much uh, with the Colts. He's yeah. the one that's uh, pushing this Cammy Colts. I, I, I made the punch, though. Everyone, that's the thing. I was the original. It's like I had the secret sauce and recipe like the Colonel the gave, and everyone's trying to change my recipe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Here's the thing. When I'm getting the Colts at uh, eight and eight and a half before this stuff, and these turkeys are taking them at nine, I'm getting scared, though. Now, Jadavian Clowney going to Tennessee, too, and I agree with what you and Lou are saying. Like, I am the president of – I am Cam Colt, I admit, and I think Philip Rivers is going to have a big year despite the, the lack of arm strength, Gabe, but it's scary – People lose right. They are riding off Tennessee, and Tannehill can continue to grow. Who says he's not going to get any better? And with Derrick Henry, this team's built for the playoffs. If they get there, I wouldn't want to play him. With no Von Miller on Monday night, Von Miller out, yeah. and it uh, looks like Bradley Chubb could be out as well. That's tough when you're playing against a tough running team like the Tennessee Titans. It, I, I agree with Lou. You look at the continuity, and you know Tennessee has that with Mike Vrabel, with Tannehill now, with Derrick Henry getting paid. A.J. Brown, they've got skill, skill position players, good defense. Tennessee weren't a fluke last year, and I don't think Tannehill uh, was a fluke either. T Ryan Tannehill is a winning quarterback. You know, like his last, like, 14 games in Miami, he was, like, 11-3. and three. All the guy does is win. He's just one of these dudes, almost like an Alex Smith, um, you know, but, like, more athletic, I guess. I don't know. I guess there's mm -hmm. kind of a good comparison. Right, Alex Smith was pretty uh, pretty athletic. All right, Alex Luke. Smith so. A little bit of a better thrower, but I agree. That's a very good comparison. Yeah. Tannehill, you know, Tannehill was a baseball player and then a wide receiver, right? And he was made quarterback at Texas A&M. But Tannehill's right. always been better than people uh, say he's been. All right, uh, Lou. So you and I had uh, a disagreement uh, months ago because I told you a UFC card kind of blew. You're like, ah, oh, no, I love the sport. They're all great cards. <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear the defense attorney this week, man. You got yeah. some spots so for us here, Lou. Oh, well, you bet there are. And actually, All if right. this had a main of, if this card had a main event, I'd be doing jumping jacks here in front of you guys. Uh, but I'm telling you that you, I'm, we're back on the jumping jack thing. So uh, listen, uh, what, the main event is is unfortunate okay i'm not going to criticize guys that are giving me 13 14 fights every week but co-main event karma worthy against this azitar that's going to be a fire fight gentlemen uh here's a, a fighter and worthy that looks the part long lean experienced from philadelphia but his six losses have all been by finish he's got a chin now we haven't seen it in the last couple of fights, and everybody's riding his wave. Meanwhile, this guy Azatar comes from Germany. Don't people don't know much about him? He he's kind of like uh, he he's a sawed-off shotgun. If if you remember uh, Ilir Latifi, he's short, he's stocky, he's all oh, yeah. from the hips, but he's powerful mm -hmm. and karma worthy. 
has been known he wants to give one and he'll take one in order to give one. This fight's going to be competed at in the middle of the ring. And Karma uh, Azatar opens minus 140, the favorite. He's now plus 120. So here's my advice. Hurry up and wait and let this Azatar get up to 125 or 130. Karma Worthy is a very good fighter, but the way he fights and his susceptibility put him in a terrible spot in this co-main event against Azitar from Germany, who's going to be plus 120, 125 by the time they drop the puck. Uh, great uh, great breakdown by Lou Gamblu.com. Uh, and Lou, uh, you know, you're famous, obviously, for liking underdogs when it comes to um, to the octagon. And we have quite a few sort of big numbers. You know, that's what catches my eye about this card. There's a lot of 250 favorites, you know, veteran fighters that have been around that are underdogs. Um, you know, look, so look, Barbarina is actually not usually a favorite. So you get Anthony Ivey, who was the hyped up dude coming out of Texas. So now Barbarina is a big favorite here at minus uh, 280. Frank Camacho's big favorite, minus 230 against Brock Weaver. Bobby Green, big favorite against Alan uh, Patrick at uh, minus uh, 250. Seems to be the uh, the theme of the card uh, here. Tyson Nam's a small favorite here at minus 122. we got a couple of minutes left. What do you think about those fights? I don't buy Nam. I like Schnell. Plus 100, Schnell's a bet. Uh, Camacho and Weaver. Camacho, Frank the Tank, goes out. He got knocked out in a, in a minute by James in his last. He wants to show up. He's going to go out and do the same thing against a guy in Brock Weaver that wins the same way James did. I look at Brock Weaver as live. Lastly, Barbarina, worthy favorite, but make no mistake about it, he hasn't fought in over a year, and he's coming off back surgery. So hasten slowly trying to lay that price. Lastly, uh, Roosevelt Roberts and Frivola. Last time out, Frivola beat Robert's training partner, uh, Jalen Turner. Now Roberts wants to go after Matt Frivola. Frivola fights out of the Saralongo camp in New Jersey. He knows what's coming. I like Frivola as a short underdog as well. Uh, we got, it'd be remiss of me not to bring up uh, one of Cam's favorite uh, fighters. Short fuse? And Herman. Yeah, short fuse. <laughs> you got me into Ed Herman. He's my guy. I like Ed Herman a lot. Hey guys, plus two twenty. Hey don't, don't. I love him. I, I think. I listen. Mike Rodriguez is a pogo stick. He's stiff. He's straight, <laughs> and he's still developing. That plays right into Ed Herman's hands because that's what Herman wants to do. Herman just wants to stand there and punch. Sort of like the plot the Robo Wars, like bam, bam, yeah. Herman's going to work inside and take him down. Mark my words. Herm Herman's live in this fight. Love it. Short The short fuse. Lou, great stuff. Great insight. Lou, gamblu.com. Uh, Kicking it uh, in the desert. Like I said, shout out to all of our affiliates out there um, in, in the desert and stay safe in the Bay Area right now. Crazy stuff, man. I don't know. It's a side note for the San Francisco Giants. The sky is orange. Like, literally and figuratively, yeah. it's just orange. Yeah, it's um, giant orange. It looks great. We've it had really haze is. here, too. We've had really hazy sunrises in the morning that are very, very odd because when our sun comes up, it's blue sky and bright sun, and it's been hazy the last couple of days. Really crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, 2020, huh, Lou? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's what it is. Bring it on. 2020. What, what else can they give us? 
<laughs> it's like the uh, the Simpsons when Mr. Burns says, "You ever seen the sunset at three p.m.?" Yeah. R once when I was sailing. Shut up. <laughs> I he love goes, the sea captain. You ever seen He's the sunset guy. at three p.m.? <laughs> Everyone's yeah. quiet and sea captain. R once. Yeah, once. <laughs> everything PG, nothing R. You ever R. seen? You ever seen everything orange at noon in San Francisco? Yeah, once. Uh, Twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Stay oh, safe, Lou. Always a pleasure, oh, man. Thanks, guys. Good luck, everyone. Later, Lou. There's Lou. Ah. There's uh, Lou. Lou uh, with us. All right, so we're off and running. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, missing free throws. Oh, yeah. It's just, I, I, I thank God Lou was on because I was just like, another miss. Like, it's just Boston hits everything. These guys have gone to the line. Like, Gabe, it's just, it's, it's the little things. Like, open three. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, I, I'd tell you, like, race to 20. Let's go. But I'm not really happy with the way things are. Race to 20. It's a good thing we didn't do the race to 10, considering it's 9-4. Yes, exactly. Race to 10. <laughs> we got a chance still, I guess. Like, yeah, I don't know. Just Missing free throws is something that really pisses me off because it's something me and you could do. That's the thing, right? Here we go. We hit a three. Nine, seven. Let's, let's party. Let's oh, go. I could let's miss, go. I could miss free throws, Cam. I could miss a free you throw, trust me. No, I, I bet you could hit a few. You're, you're not a you're a broadcaster. Yeah. You're 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 not a professional basketball player. These guys should be hitting free throws in their sleep. Sorry. You, if you, you if I, if I dropped you on an NBA free throw line with NBA players there talking smack to you and stuff, and you're you're taking what's my a free over throw? under three and a half? I'm giving yeah, I'm giving you like 30, 35, 40 percent. I think maybe yeah, not 30, 30 percent. I'm being real. If I hit four, I win, and I and I'll do and I and I'm a guy that just slugs back Pepsi's and bets on golf. So you know what? <laughs> do your damn job and hit a free throw. <laughs> they should be able to. Like I, I don't like you. Know it's I mean? like, it's yeah. like a fighter, like a professional. Like you, these are things that you work on. If you don't, free have, throws are like extra points. Like yes. the, the extra points yes. used to be, like from the seven year yeah. or whatever. Now extra points. It should be like, automatic. Like just so, yeah. something you've done repetitively, just do it. Like you should be yeah. doing it in your sleep, but whatever. So like you said, yeah, it was a good thing that Lou was on for the first few minutes just so, because, yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to panic. Yeah, he saw up in the blow. Like, yeah, the Celtics just hit another yeah. three. Like if, if Lou got off early, we'd just be even angrier than we are now. That's the problem, right? No, I'm yeah, good. I'm good. Guys. No, it's all good. Yeah, I'm good. One, one, yeah, one, one play at a time. One play at a time. We'll put one play at a time. Yeah, you're right. Hey, to me, the game's on. Listen, it was a degenerate bet to bet the first to 20. And as far as I'm concerned, it's a success. The Raptors aren't losing 23-5 right now like they were the other night, right? So it's, you know, baby steps here. (laughs) We're taking it. We're taking it uh, step step by step. I want to check in with the Carrasco prop. We'll get to some more baseball, too. Okay. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, so it's 14-9 uh, right now. Raptors yep. getting four and a half in the first quarter. This is, uh, it's awfully tempting, but I'm already in deep here already early. Four yeah. and a half points in the first quarter. They're down yeah, five. It sounds, it 14, sounds great. Yeah, it's, 
It's like, hey, Gabe, take a dip in the water. You see like a gator sitting there, like you're going to pet him. No, no, we, you said it. We're already in shark and gator. The race to 20, man, 15 now. No, it's horrible. There's a, there's a snapping turtle. He's took it. He's taken a chunk out of my leg. No, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this swamp. Like I've had enough. Come on, Raptors. Like I'm, I'm begging for the first quarter so we could split something here. I told the, these missed free throws and stuff, man, they come back and bite you. They bite you hard. Not cool. Carrasco's off to a good start, though. That's a that's uh, a plus. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna I'm gonna do you a favor as a friend and a co-host of your show. I'm gonna stop you. You're gonna go, hey everybody, I'm Gabe Morenci. I bet strikeout props. And you're gonna bet strikeout props, and you're you know what you're gonna do? You're gonna make money for the rest of your life, and we're gonna stop betting the Raptors and all this other crap. And you're going to bet strikeout props because I'll tell I've you one thing: you more. make money at strikeout props. Well, okay, good. I'm, I've got three more of them. Perfect. Because you Darvish, you Darvish, He's over hot. seven and a half. He is on fire. He's the NL Cy Young candidate, bro. Have you seen this guy's numbers? You Darvish no, is been, legitimate yeah. this year. He's been great. Respect. Getting in a double digit, getting in a double digit uh, strikeouts, uh, pretty much on a game by game basis. It's seven and a half. You know what? Um, Trevor Bauer was set, is seven and a half as well. And mm-hmm. Bauer is a little high at seven and a half. Darvish, though, is is manageable. So, yeah, Darvish is uh, on the radar. And I got a couple others. The strikeout props only three and a half. And both these pitchers have routinely gone over uh, three and a half. They're not big-name pitchers. So, um, they don't have that inflated number. You got to pay the price for, for the names. Um, so you got to pay a little bit of juice here as well, over seven and a half for you, Darvish. But I do like you, Darvish, over seven and a half strikeouts. We'll track this Raptor game. We'll get into the Clippers Nuggets and more in-game live coming up with me and Cam. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 